And just like that, we're back. Another week, another geek. It's your boy G and Chris from the Wild Geek Show, episode 91. Oh man, this week is is it's a little different. It's a little different. We we were supposed to go see the the D D um Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, but it just it just didn't happen. It didn't <laughs> Life was life and it just was like, nah, I'm not finna go. I see was that I hop. <laughs> and then and just came back home. <laughs> I feel it. I feel it. Um, but yeah, so today we're going to be talking about the, the Mandalorian and then also um, some trailers and stuff that um, is coming up for, you know, this month. So first things first, man. Um, the Mandalorian, yo, like Chris, you was right, bro. I got it. I got to say it. You was right. You said last week. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did call it. You called it right. You said last week that Bo-Katan is going to make a play for the throne, essentially. Right. Which you were like, right. But at the same time, it wasn't out of her. Like it wasn't her idea. You know what I'm saying? So if y'all, if y'all tune into yeah. I think it was like two episodes ago um, where, you know, Bo-Katan first initially got reinstated as a Mandalorian or redeemed. Um, and like, you know, she's finally getting that acceptance that she forgot that she missed essentially you know um and you know chris came up with the the idea like yo like this is just this is just uh the setup for her to take back the the throne you know um and we found that to be true but not because you know this is something that she had been planning this whole time but she can walk both paths. She has walked both paths, which is really, really cool. And I like the way that they set that up because I've been trying to figure out, like, you know, there's there's been a lot of focus on the Mandalorian in this season, but also, like, Bo-Katan as well. And we're getting little tidbits here and there of just, like, you know, maybe there might be a betrayal maybe not i don't think it's gonna be a betrayal per se but like um with this current episode like the the um blacksmith mm -hmm. i think that's what you call it but the the main leader of the the mandalorians since they've been in isolation essentially saw not only bo worth but also just like her potential essentially and chris yeah. called that bro and I was just like, wow. I wanted, like, because I think I saw it before you, and I didn't want to say anything. I didn't say anything. I was just like, I'm going to wait till the podcast to talk about it, because that's crazy that you called that. I mean, it, it's just kind of trying to figure out what is the season about. Yeah. And we're now, I don't know how long normal Mando season are, but now we're, 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 we see where it's heading to. And I'm excited. I mean... It, it it really is gonna come down to what is gonna happen with this relationship, what's gonna happen with the all of the Mandalores. And yeah. Loki, I felt some shade from um that other dude that Mando and uh, Boca helped save his son. Yeah. Like they were kind of like, I don't know about this. I was like, oh, okay, that's a little <laughs> spiciness. Like maybe we get some ju just some more betrayal or some more, you know controversy controversy and a big shock coming up in, yeah. a, in a future episode um and one of the best things about that episode 
because uh, this latest episode really said a lot of stuff on what we're going to probably see soon, mm-hmm. is the um, the rogue guy in the X-Wing, the, the Popo or whatever. The key yeah. was. <laughs> he, he discovered that the prison transfer for... Um, of Gideon. Gideon, you know, broke down. He escaped. Yeah. And this man's on the loose. And I was like, thank you. Like, now we're finally getting somewhere. Like, some real pot stirring has begun. And hopefully we get to the big bads, the big clashes, the big betrayals coming up in these next episodes. So I'm pretty excited for it. And um, it's pretty pretty exciting. But I want to pick your brain. Okay, okay. Do you think they're actually going to deliver some good action-packed episodes coming up or no? I mean, I think the last episode was dope. I liked it. Mm-hmm. I liked the fighting. I liked the, you know, how we got air combat and ground combat as far as what the Mandalorians do. Um, but as far as action-packed, like, or good. Mando action-packed. They're just good episodes. Like, are, are they about to knock it out the park or? Oh, okay. Do you I think, mean, you know, this season may end up on a dud? Nah, no way it ends up on a dud. No, no way. way. No way it ends up on a dud. Because, um, like you said, they're building up to something bigger than um, just Din Jin, right? So yeah. before in the recent seasons, it's always been about one man going for one goal, whether it was getting Grogu back or was getting himself redeemed or fighting him off getting or whatever, you know what I'm saying? There was always like a clear goal, but this time there's reaching more out into like the whole Star Wars mythos as far as like, you know, um, talks of, or the beginnings of the First Order. Um, and then um, also like now with Moff Gideon, you know, and there being Veskar, debris, debris in they, the ship. Like the he, con- uh, he did them dirty. The connections is, is, is starting to get there. So there's like a couple options where either um Bo-Katan was the one that, you know, kind of set things in motion as far as like who helped them escape oh. or it Ooh. was some rogue Mandos who are, you know, yeah. in the cohort, but you know, have a certain way of things because like you said i forgot i don't remember we if they even say that dude's name but the blue guy um where uh previously he fought not only uh dinjin but um bokatan for the veskar or the dark saber you know like i think it was season two it was early in season two right when um dinjin was first learning how to use it and to see him go from there to now where, you know, he's backing um, Dinjin and Bo-Katan and, you know, going back to this random planet that they used to hide on, but now they can be out and free. It's like a great setup for some treachery, right? Because, mm-hmm. like, either his past is going to come back to bite him in the ways that he's been trying to, you know, work things out or... It could just be a nobleman and we just don't know it yet. Like, and he just like, you know, there's so, so there's a lot of different elements of things going on here, but I like how they're expanding the mythos of the Mandalorian going past just him. 
because it it's not the Mandalorian Dinjin. It's just the Mandalorian, you know. And Dinjin has been the focus up till now, but things are you know starting to expand and and grow. And at the end of the day, the one who wields the dark saber should be the one leading. So does does that bring about the the betrayal that you speak of? Or is it because they can't just hand it off, you know? It has to. I mean, be it seems like they're going that way beat. since they want to do this whole she walks both paths thing, and you know we yeah. got to do a different way. We can't go back mm -hmm. to the old way, but you know it it just seems exciting, and you know I'm a little worried that maybe we won't get like a super amazing conclusion, right? But I'm really excited for what you're saying, like all these like now all the I always call it pot stirring. Mm -hmm. like a little trouble here a little trouble there and then i'm just really hoping it ends with like some concrete betrayal yeah some concrete backstabbing or just major mm -hmm. impact to the mandalorian storyline where i'm like oh, okay you know not, yeah. nothing too crazy like growth like a line has to be crossed yeah and and we you know, all season capacity. we've kind of just been like we've just been progression showing like the mando story and i'm just like mm -hmm. All right, where's the meat and potatoes of this season? You know, what's the what's the hallmark of season three that I'm gonna go back to? Like, dang, that was good. So yeah. I'm just glad that we're seeing these pots stirred. Right, same. Um, I also like how like the like the they're dealing with Grogu because um, Grogu is a being that had his Jedi path right. And we actually got to see that. They they did a flashback to that, which was really cool. Bro. And um we got to see uh what's his name? Oh, I'm blanking on his name. Um He made his return to Star Wars. He played Jar Jar, uh the, he was the voice of Jar Jar um back in the day. And he got to return as a Jedi. So there was a whole bunch of controversy about that from some people. Cause you know Star Wars fans like it's like either on this side or the other side, like, or the, like, extreme side. Like, you just, you know, like, me and Chris, who just like Star Wars and just, like, you know, just be, like, enjoying the show. And then you got the, the major, major fans that's just, like, <laughs> the betrayal, all this other stuff, and just going crazy, right? Um, but it was cool uh, seeing him being um, a Jedi through uh, Grogu's memories and, you know, him as a foundling now is interesting because it's like he got every he got all the 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 different ways that he can learn but his life cycle is different from everybody yeah. you know so like he's his capabilities as far as like what he's gonna be able to do i don't think we'll ever really see that just based on how time works essentially for him um but He's still effective in what he what he needs to do, and he still has his you know sentimental ways of like uh, I don't want to really hurt nobody, but you know the the way of the the Mandalorian, it's just like hey that's part of it, you know at some point, um and and at some point it's not gonna be just lessons anymore like you're gonna have to really get active, and <laughs> active Grogu. <laughs> Yeah, bro. Like, I just want to, I want to see more of that. Like, we've seen some flips and stuff like that, but, um, we, it's, it's going to have to, it's going to have to turn up at some point, you know? 
and I'm, I'm waiting to see that. But like you said, like we have just kind of been just continually going through things like even with the, the pirate and um, that whole scenario, I was never thinking like, oh, man, they're going to take over the system and it's going to be you know the end of everything you know so it's just like it was just like we were just watching it happen and i think that's why it's so important what they're doing now as far as the setup that um we grow outside of like our what can mando do alone you know and what is the rest of the universe doing as like the all these things are happening because um if if uh dingen never meets that that pilot they might never, you know, get to the Mandalorians essentially like that. That message might never get there, you know, like and that happened back in the day, but it's popping up now. So it's just it's going it's it's good. I like I like it right now. Right now it's for me it's sitting at like smooth like seven point five. It's not mid by any means, but it's yeah. just like it's not real, real good yet, you know? Yeah. Because it's like it's like like Mandalorian's like John Wick. Like we've seen him go on his revenge tour before. We know what he's capable of. But this season, he's kind of been off his game a little bit. And I'm waiting for him to like really be the character that we always love, but in the scenario that best fits like how you make this joint memorable essentially. Yeah. You know. Yeah, um, I'm just waiting for those memorable real memorable episodes and i i think they're trying to hit a, a home run i'm just mm -hmm. not quite sure if we'll actually get it this season yeah so it's a little worrisome but I, i'm gonna trust you I, th I i think the next couple episodes could be good yeah yeah um but that's 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 pretty much all i got all i really wanted to say was that you was right that's it because you gotta like it's it's not rare that our predictions come true but it's always fun to point it out because I was so like, yo, no way. Like, <laughs> I was just like, ain't no way. And when I saw it, I was like, oh my gosh. That's crazy. Um, but now since we since we did that, like like we said before, bro, this is kind of like, you know, a free play kind of week or or, or, or um yeah. week where we just kind of catch up on things that we've been watching. Um, Chris, I know you're on the succession journey right now. Man. How's that? How's that going? This this train ride is killing me, man. I mean, <laughs> I want to get to the season four, I believe mm -hmm. it is the final season or whatever. Yeah, because I, I I'd be going to work or I'm going out to Target, <laughs> and bro, they always reference this dang show, and I feel like this never happened. I'm on YouTube learning about Lamar Jackson, and I get an ad for Secession. I'm like, why <laughs> is this happening? Please stop. Yeah, and and. It just reminds me, like, sometimes you got to be a little bit closer to, like, watching these shows. Because if it's a final season, you really don't want to know nothing. Because mm -hmm. it, it messes up. I'm going on a rant. But it just messes Go up. Go ahead. Like, Go oh, off. This character is still here. This These two characters are on good terms. And then when you're watching the season, you're like, what the mm -hmm. heck is happening? Like, Right, right. Or you you kind of know people are safe or still are going to be on good terms somehow. Mm -hmm. So it just really sucks because I'm I'm really getting hit hard with radio, mm. uh, YouTube, and ads. Like they're they are <laughs> killing me. But um, I'm only I'm at halfway through season three, so I'm almost okay. There. Yeah, and um, 
Yeah, I mean, I think you hit the, the nail on the hammer a long time ago before I even decided to watch it. Whenever you <laughs> first watched it. Yeah. It, it, it's good. It's just not amazing. And I, I'm still not, like, gripped by the story. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of does remind me of House of Cards when I first watched House of Cards. And, and it was cool. And, but it wasn't like, dang, I just got to see. I just got. It was like, all right, yeah. this is, like, my second or third show. Yeah, I'm cool with it. Like, this is what I'm going to mm-hmm. do. I'm I'm a chill tonight. Watch that. Oh, I feel good about myself. So we're, we're making it through <laughs> season three. Yeah, I watched another episode today uh, before this one, and I really wanted to watch another one before the national championship game. But yeah. I, I'm, I'm gonna get through it this week, and hopefully, I'll stop getting spoiled. And <laughs> fingers crossed. I kind of need a little bit more spiciness, a little bit more backstabby. Yeah. It's coming. This show. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Okay, that's that's good because these are three that, is like, lit. Yeah, that's the only thing I'm like. Yeah. Come on, come on. You are gonna be like, oh my gosh, that's how I was. <laughs> really? Oh, I, yeah. man, I hope so. I that's what I'm doing right now. I'm like, yeah. where's the spice? Where's the fire? Where's this? Like, dang! If there's if four is the last season, I'm feeling like mm-hmm. we should really be getting deep in it on season three. But I'm just not feeling it right now. It's it's okay. it's okay. Okay, okay. I like that. Good update. Good update. <laughs> um, so ads I've <laughs> what you say? Oh, ads. ads suck. Yeah. Um so recently I've been watching um Rick and Morty. That's what I've been stuck on. And you may pass me on Rick and Morty. No, I know I did. I know okay. I did. I'm in season <laughs> five. I'm in season five now. Um I, I've been watching that joint like every day. And for me, it's like it's one of those shows that like could literally go on forever because there's no rules. Like it's like it's like Deadpool, like or um, it's like because Deadpool. That I'm, I'm when I say that it's just like anything could happen, right? Um, but also has like the the virality of like. Um, Simpsons or Family Guy where they start like to predict stuff and it's really weird um, how like I'm I'm just sitting there watching I'm like bro like no freaking way like how do you think of stuff like this you know yeah. and I'm, I'm so confused at like certain things I wish where are you at in this season in the seasons I, I don't think I started season like four. I think I watched eight episode of season four. Oh, but you seen I, season three I, though, I right? Yeah, in all at the, at the end of season three, yeah. I wanted that to be a bigger moment, you know. But I forget For sure. that it's Rick and Morty, not Morty and Rick, you know. Yeah. Um, so there's that. But um, I I do like the show. I thought it was gonna be one of the shows that like not replaced the Office for me. But like was gonna be like one I could just like throw on while I'm editing and I won't have to think about it while I'm watching it. I can just keep on going through it. But it's it's just a lot going on in there, and that's all I'm gonna say. That it's just like nah, I wouldn't want to watch this like every day. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like at the at this point, like I'm finished it because it's like I just want it to be over. But it's still good. Like I still really be cracking up at that joint. Um especially with Rick and Morty specifically uh, and the situations itself, like they could literally like make the whole 
show about anything, reference anything, and it still like be good. And I feel like those shows like aren't missing because they're still making them like that, but they don't make shows like like there was a time where it was like South Park, Simpsons, American Dad, Family Guy, and like uh what's the other one I don't watch. Um I don't know. But it was like a lot of like shows that were like that at a certain period of time that it was like you always had something else to watch and it was like a nice little sequence of things where it's like now I can't say that that it's like that. Of course, you got the reruns of stuff that, you know, we could always go back to and all these other shows are still going on, but it don't it don't hit the same and they're not up to date like they didn't update the art type thing because it's stuck in that art style or whatever. So I like that aspect of Rick and Morty where they just continuously evolve. Um, but based on like uh, the recent news about the one of the people who's in it or whatever, I don't know if, you know, when the next time we're going to get another one type B. Um, yeah. But that has me hyped to get into the comic book because I heard it's a comic. I've seen it. I've seen the comic book. Um, and so I just haven't gotten to it. And I was just like, I'll make my decision if I want to start reading Rick and Morty, finish the show. But that's what I've been watching um, recently that, you know, I've been binging and going through. Um, Snowfall's still going crazy. Um, and those. Um, Tokyo Revengers just ended, and Men Saga. Uh, I think ended as well. I don't think it was a new episode today, but both of those two animes, like Tokyo Revenge specifically, um, is getting better and it's starting to ramp up. But at the same time, I was a little disappointed in this season because it was just like there wasn't there wasn't as much like mind bending stuff as as I as the first season. Where it's like, cause it's about time travel and stuff. So like, not enough. Like, oh my gosh, how did this happen? Or what? Like, shock value stuff that you know you would come to expect. It wasn't enough in this one for me. That will have me like, oh, this is a big brain play type thing. And then with with Vinland Saga, um, people just gotta stick with the journey, bro. Like, this season is completely different than the first season, but the setup for what's about to come. It's finna go crazy. Like I'm so excited for it. Um, but that's all I really been watching, bro. You know what I'm saying? You got anything else you've been watching that you want to talk about real quick before we get into these trailers? Uh no, no. Like I guess I've been I've been trying to get through the secession and then we did spend the weekend getting through some more one piece. I'm trying to get through this mm -hmm. arc. Uh, and we're right there. And you you know sometimes right before they fight the big bad, they have to go yeah. through like all the minions. Right. <laughs> And it's just like ah, it's it's. I'm still we're, stuck we're at that part in Thriller Park. I'm yeah. still stuck at that. <laughs> so it's like we're we're getting through the minions again, but it's like I'm trying to see the power up, like mm -hmm. power up time. I want to see them. Yeah. So, and and sometimes when you watch when you're watching anime, you just gotta take a weekend. You just gotta take mm -hmm. a weekend. Lock in. Lock in. Get 26 episodes out the way. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're still in the same arc when it comes to One Piece. But I, 
I'm I'm feeling it. It's getting my juices flowing again to to really stick with One Piece. Mm-hmm. Get to it. Um. Oh, and shout out to uh Ted Lasso because that season oh, I yeah. just discovered that it's potentially the last season or it is the last season. Mm. And I I'm getting mind blown because I'm like, ain't no way. I thought I thought I a new one coming this- out. So the the new season's out now, and we're only like three out. or four episodes in. Oh, okay. And I every time Mando starts coming out and stuff like that, I just want to watch the new Ted Lasso episode. <laughs> but then every new episode, I'm like, dang, like how are we ending? How are yeah. we ending already? Like, I just ex- I just expected it to maybe be like a seven season show, and to hear that mm. it potentially is only three, yeah, it's shocking. Um, and I don't know if I updated. I watched Severance also. Okay. And yeah. that thing is good. Okay. It's going to be a really good show. I'm really excited for season two. Whenever it drops, yeah. you can drop tomorrow. I'm going to binge that thing. Like, I can see <laughs> the next episode ASAP. Uh, I'm feeling it. I, I like uh, Severance way more than Secession, but Secession yeah. just has all the hype. So yeah, we'll HBO get through bag. it. And, and you, you know, you helped me along saying that there's some good shock yeah. stuff coming up. So, ah. Those episodes are long, too, of Succession. So, it's like, so, it, bro, it's so <laughs> long. <Yeah>. It's crazy. <laughs> I've been seeing an episode, it's like an hour and 12 minutes. I'm like, ain't mm-hmm. no way. And it's like, so. you're watching, like, it's like, it's just like, a, like you know, it's not um, John Wick. Like, there's not no action scenes. It's just a bunch yeah. of talking heads. So, like, there, but what makes it dope is like the scenario and like yeah. trying to figure out where everybody's head is at and who's going to betray who and all this other stuff. That's what makes yeah. that, that's what makes that show good. Like, it's good. But, yeah. um, the next, the next show I'm playing on watching is Barry. That new season is supposed to come out on, um, HBO soon. Yeah, it might be four, but I haven't seen any of it. So yeah, me neither. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, that's the next show I'm about to tackle. But yeah, um, so let's get into these uh trailers, man. So what, what do you want to start first, Marvel or DC, man? Where, where the Blue Beetle. The okay. Blue, the, oh my gosh, the Blue Beetle. Was that George Lopez? <laughs> yeah. I, Bro, I was I was confused for a second because I, yeah. I didn't want to sound dumb and be like, hey, yeah. I literally did that in my reaction video. I was like, ain't no way it's George Lopez in the MCU now or the uh, DC. DC. Yeah. What, what, what are your thoughts on Blue Beetle? So I'm not a fan of Blue Beetle. Like, like from Young Justice to Justice League or whatever, like OG, whatever. I just never really been a fan of Blue Beetle. I don't know. I like the the idea of Blue Beetle as far as like where the origin story of like where it comes from, but not the hero, you know, because it's like the the um, scarab is something that um, has a lot that goes into it, and um, as far as like Black Beetle and all this other stuff that that plays with the fact that if you've seen Young Justice, you already know. Um, is interesting, right? But uh, I forgot his name. It's like last name, like Ramirez, I think. Um, the actual Blue Beetle character. I just never really, it never really clicked for me specifically. But this movie, it might do something. Like it might, it might 
because for me right now, like every DC movie is risky. Like we'd be risking it all going to the theaters, right? And <laughs> it makes me like willing to wait for it to come out on streaming. Like Shazam, like the closest we got to Shazam, it's like, bro, I don't really want to go see this. Like, <laughs> it's it's not really like hitting like I thought it like the trailer would be hitting. So for this one, like I just right now George Lopez got me hooked, <laughs> and then also just like how clean that freaking suit was, like. They made that joint look way better than the initial like pictures that was floating around when uh, he was on set and stuff. And then um, when you combine that with his family being a bigger portion of the movie, I, I'm more interested in that as well. Because before, like the, the Blue Beetle in every other instance, like, yeah, he cares about his family, but his family's not that integral in his story yet, at least that I can remember, you know? So that's that's kind of that's kind of where I stand with it. What, what about you? It's trash. Uh, it's going to be <laughs> trash. This is going to be a bad movie. And I, I see maybe kids I want to like see it. it, though. Like, I want to see it. I think this is going to be horrible. Yeah, I'm probably going to see it. But my gut feeling is that, that this is a disaster waiting to happen. Yeah. And it's gonna make me wonder, like, are is DC trying to release all their like throwaway their movies that were already in production? To just you know what, launch them, launch mm-hmm. them. It do, it doesn't even matter. Just yeah. kind of like they've opened up, saw the movies, and was like, bro, what was they thinking? Oh, <laughs> oh uh, it, it really makes me wonder. But I, when I watched that trailer, I kind of just sh- sat there and was like. <laughs> I have no interest. In Don't get thing. it. I I have no interest. No, in I, I thought you would have loved it, bro. They had your they had your man blasting in that joint. Little Uzi was rocking in there. Yeah, they're, they're trying to get some kids in the theaters. <laughs> I, I'm I'm positive. So it, it it just may not be for me, but we'll yeah. see. We'll see. I'll, I'll probably probably see it, but I'm I'm not hyped that weekend to go see it. I will definitely see it in matinee. Yeah, but that's that's kind of what I was saying, though, like nothing about Blue Beetle has like itself or like the story. Nothing about that trailer got me going out. But I'm no, but I'm saying like I'm saying like the like what we saw in the trailer itself wasn't what was like, "Mm, I might need to see this. It was the people that was in it specifically like George Lopez and the family part. And then the suit actually looked good to me. Like I was like, okay, like this, this could actually do something, but like the whole reveal of the the big bad or whatever, I was like, I don't care nothing about that. Like, like nothing. <laughs> I was like, bro, I do not care. Yeah, I was. That's not like, what I was paying attention to at all. And I feel like when I saw Shazam, the gods yeah. one, whatever it's called. Yeah. Uh, the first trailer, I was like, ah, I'm not feeling this, and yeah. and I like the first Shazam movie. Yeah. I was like, damn, I'm not feeling this. And then later on, they had another trailer, and it looked better. And I'm like, mm-hmm. dang, if they would have released that trailer, I probably would have felt better originally. Yeah. But I, I'm still not excited to see. Now that I know the direction you're going, I'm not hyped for it. This movie, the trailer that I just saw, 
it's just zero hype. I do I do not want to go see that. And if we weren't gonna do a review on it, I probably would wait. Yeah. But but you know, DC don't got a lot of movies, and yeah, you know, I'm I'm gonna tank that movie when it comes out. <laughs> I'm I I could I smell it, bro. I oh, what if it's like because like one reason why I didn't want to go see just Shazam is because like and and wait on streaming soon. Yeah, it's because for one of that, right? It's gonna be on streaming, and then two. There's like they already said basically none of this is gonna even matter. You know? Like they these movies aren't in really in the plans for what James Gunn got. This is just like you said, like the stuff they already made and we just like all right now we just releasing it to the public, right? So <laughs> it's just like Am I gonna see it? Yes. Do I need to see it right now? I don't think so. And then as far as like the sisters in that movie or whatever, it just kept giving me Power Ranger vibes. Like she looked like Rita Repulsa in that joint. And um I don't know if if just if it's just like Power Rangers on the brain or what, but there was this it's still not giving me enough like sorcery where I feel like like that's the whole essence behind Shazam or Black Adam is like that element to it. To me, it still feels more alien than anything else. And it's just not, it's 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 not doing what it needs to do. Now, I'm saying all this and haven't seen the movie. I've seen the first movie, but haven't seen the other one. And I'm just saying, like, what I think, right? And then you look at the box office joints, and it's just like nobody, like, they, they getting killed in box office. You know, like, it's not, it's not looking good for them. So it's just like, bro, DC, it's risky, bro. It's risky. And the, the, this ain't the DC movie. And that trailer gave me no enjoyment in life. I <laughs> could not wait to see the next trailer. As soon as so let's, let's talk about the next one, man. Secret, <laughs> se- <laughs> Secret Invasion. Um, Marvel's newest show. That's coming out in, I think, June. I think I said June. Yeah, um, June 21st or so. Yeah. So, what did you think, bro? What did you think of that joint? I'm hoping it's good. I'm <laughs> hoping. I'm hoping hard. Uh, it seemed a little spy espionage, and they were trying to like hide like what's really going on. Yeah. Of course, the scrolls are involved, and we're getting the real Nick Fury. Uh, I was going to ask you, did you know what that guy who swirled out like the tree trunk looking things, the roots? Yeah. What that could have been? I really I don't, I've know. never I'll, seen a scroll do that. So Yeah, so I I was like, is that a is this mutants or is well, he is he fighting mutants? Maybe not. I, I really don't know where we're heading in this. I'm just hoping it's very good and I'm thinking this one's going to help us a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. seeing what's happening on Earth. Because, uh, you know, we get some of these movies and we see these updates on the heroes, but mm-hmm. we don't really know, like, what's going on on Earth. And we kind of got a little bit update when, I think, what was it, Captain America? Um, the show? 
the show when they were showing the super serum getting out and stuff like that and mm-hmm. uh, other countries getting involved so i'm hoping secret invasion is showing like you know maybe the the scrolls are mucking about on earth and more like earthly chaos is happening you know right right um so for me um i think the the trailer was kind of boring uh but i'm excited for the show still like what i saw is like we didn't really see anything new as far as like what came out before with the teaser trailer other than other than like the actual like uh possible scroll empire or whatever that that what they were holding or it could be all the people that they're impersonating essentially that's those are two options that it could be um but the story more so like around nick fury uh has me more intrigued than the scrolls themselves because up until this point the scrolls have been looked at as kind of like non-factors but like also like they can do a lot you know and at this and at this point they haven't really impersonated anybody that um can do real damage yeah as far as like physically to the world so if that is what they're trying to prevent from happening I would be more intrigued. Now I did um not say I did a little research, but like bit based in the comics essentially they have the ability to appear as the heroes and stuff like that and um not know that they're the heroes, like not know that they're a scroll until like they tap into it. So I don't think we'll get that deep into it in this show i think it will be more so the discovery and then you know basically like uh nick fury reestablishing himself in the world because he hasn't been here this whole time and like as far as like the context and, and find a secure um channels to get the message out that they're out there but the whole secret invasion aspect of it um is interesting because it's 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 giving me more uh mr smith vibes from um the matrix or agent smith or whatever his his name is in that joint where uh you got that one guy that's getting like replicated or whatever in the trailer that was like oh that's pretty cool but if this is a another isolated incident or in um secure bubble type thing i'm like what's the point you know i needed to connect to something like how loki connects to um everything right i I, that's what i need from the the disney shows now because before if it's not if we're just going to get a whole bunch of introductions and like origin stories that's cool but I'm not going to be excited about it. You know what I'm saying? And um, I liked 
seeing uh, Amelia Clark in this joint because I just yeah. don't know who she gonna be. Like I, I got an idea, but it's like I'm just trying to figure out. I'm just excited to see what she does in the in the MCU. And then Ross was there as well, who that's who who somebody who has connections to Wakanda, and um, we start to get that whole like core essence of like our right, now we're starting to get attached to the universe and who knows if like um the thunderbolts is going to be a thing in this as well like i don't i don't know how far they're willing to take it and if this is going to be a one shot or this is going to be seasons on seasons or whatever it could be you know because this is something that like you work from the shadows all the way up until avengers um Secret war yeah like this could be that you know yeah but we we'll have to we'll have to wait and see. But I'm excited to see um Samuel Jackson back and, yeah, I, and see I, I see what he brings back to the joint. Yeah, I definitely think like I said, I'm hoping it's good because that trailer mm-hmm. doesn't really show anything. Yeah. But I'm thinking this is gonna be major setup and it is gonna be important. Mm-hmm. At least get me hyped for the Avengers level movie. Yeah. So I, you, you, from the trailer, you don't get any impression that it is, but I'm mm-hmm. just thinking, you know, they're going to, for this to be a Disney Plus show, I feel like it's important enough. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be impactful in the future. So mm-hmm. that was the only reason why I was excited for it. And I still wonder what that little root guy with the arm is <laughs> deep down. I'm, mutant, is that new scroll abilities? Is that yeah. just a, I don't know what it is, but exciting. Yeah, because we still haven't really even got into mutants yet. Yeah, like so I'm MCU. thinking maybe they'll start sprinkling it in, you know, and then we'll get a movie that full on establishes them. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and also just like the the thing we talked about with earlier with DC being risky, um, Marvel starting to lose people's trust too by putting all this subpar stuff out, like. I need it to be like I need these shows and stuff to to really build towards something and like a roadmap. And when I found out, I found out recently that um, the reason why Phase Four was Phase Four was because we're in a between stage. Really, Phase Four was never supposed to be a phase, you know. But it was just the fact that you know you you set the precedent of you know, phase one, phase two, phase three. And that was the big, that was the big shebang, right? Um, in game level content. And then you continue, but you don't establish like, all right, now we're in phase four. Whereas before you had the luxury of it not being a phase and it being just like, oh, it's a new Marvel movie that's coming out, you know? But with everything, with the way they decide to do things, it's like, if that is the case of phase four, I need them to be more upfront with where we're going. You well, know? I feel like phase four, like if you look at it as three phases, I mean, there's a bunch of movies in phase one and two that are not like that. Like they're right, they're they're cool, but after Endgame, to be honest, after getting Infinity War and Endgame, mm-hmm. it, you have to come down off a high. Mm-hmm. And we're getting reset. They, we're getting reset. And they really, really were trying to figure out what do we do with these side pieces, side characters, and how mm-hmm. the heck do we go from 
you know, Iron Man, a Thor, a Captain America, yeah. young, older actors, how do we mm-hmm. transition to younger actors? So then by the time we're ready to drop these future movies that we're planning, like, how can we visualize this? And, you know, they're mm-hmm. trying their best to get there, yeah. trying to wrap up stuff. And to be honest, maybe they do need more time because mm-hmm. like we kind of just alluded to, where are the mutants? Where's the X-Men? Where's Fantastic Four? And mm-hmm. if any of those things flop, I mean, it will definitely derail them. Like they can't miss on who the Fantastic Four are on. They can't yeah. miss who Dr. Doom is. They can't miss mess up how mutants are explained. And, you know, like you're saying, we were expecting big things from Kang, but that first Kang was like, ah. It's cool, but it's not like that. And a lot of people thought we were getting Thanos-level Kang. And Mm -hmm. it seems like Marvel is trying to be very careful on how crazy do we want to make everything now because everyone's just going to expect the next one, the next one to be on that level. Right. Because, I mean, there's no explanation for Thor, Love, and Thunder. I mean... (laughs) There's no explanation for Eternals. Come on. Yeah, and Eternals is clearly... Like, yeah. they want to show really high-level, cosmic-level Marvel stuff, mm-hmm. but they know it's kind of, like, what What can we do? What's cool? What works? And second of all, these heroes can't defeat nothing like this level, so we, yeah. <laughs> like, we're not there, but they want to introduce it, give you some crumbs, and then hopefully in five years, you kind of forget about the whole journey to, for Eternals to pay off, you know? Yeah. And I'm, even, like, um... Like the Adam Warlock or the Black Knight. Like these are things that they're adding to the movies, but not. Um, and obviously we haven't seen Guardians yet, but like. How Adam Warlock is supposed to be really strong, right? Yeah. And you add. um, What's his name? Got his name. Uh, Harry Styles. Is that his name? No. Yeah. Harry Styles uh, as at the end of Eternals. Yeah. You add him into it as well. I forgot his name in the in the thing. But, I, I can't remember his name in the thing either. Um, but you're adding like all these big pieces, right? But it's like you add Jon Snow, like you know, uh, yeah. you're adding all these pieces to the MCU, and then you don't build upon it, and you just rely on the big bads of the worlds to carry the movies. You know, like, I'm tired of it, the movie being named Thor, Love and Thunder. But to you market it in the movie, or not market it, you market it as Thor, Love and Thunder, but the best character in the movie is Gore, essentially, like, or the, the best, um, the best character, like, that you expect to go crazy is Gore in there, and they don't do that, and then you don't do nothing with the main character, so it's just like, you're left with a dud. And it's just yeah, like, it's, what it's was just that? All, it's all set up for love, you know? Like, yeah. It, it just seems like they, for their next project, they want to be even more ambitious. Mm-hmm. And they, because phrase four is rough. Yeah. They have realized we have to actually put in a lot of groundwork. And right. And it's probably going to equal mid-movies. And I think a lot of fans are just saying, well, the movie is solid enough. It could have been better on its own. Mm-hmm. But in their eyes, it's kind of like, all we need to do is establish this character, put this person on this planet, and then we're good. I don't care how you get it done. Make yeah. the movie. 
do these two things, we're good. And or, it's it's messing you up in like the the fans feel. You yeah. Know? But then but then you add um like one thing that I liked about what G, what uh James Gunn was explaining about um DC Rebirth or whatever. Um or no monsters and something else was that there's going to be a certain level of um, cohesion where what's happening in the books is what's going to happen on screen which is going to happen in animation which is going to happen in the games and all aspects of it that it's like one unit that i feel like marvel is missing right now right because a lot more of the stuff would make sense. I'm realizing now as I'm getting more into comics, if I had read the comics, but when you're so far ahead, like, because Marvel, I feel like Marvel's known for resetting characters, like in the comics, like they're retconning the characters, like kind of bring them back to like a, a base level. But they won't do that for like the whole universe, essentially. Whereas like DC is always restarting, it seemed like, you know? So it's the, it's the tale of, of two cities, essentially, where like you got these big entities and there's different approaches of it and there's problems with both. And we're just well, I mean, witnessing I, it. I think there's mega know? problems with DC. I just think Marvel yeah. has to, like you already, done did three phases and it's a stand an outstanding applause mm -hmm. so how do you do it again and it's bothering people that phase four is kind of like yeah this feels bad like it right. we thought y'all were good at making movies but in right. their eyes they're kind of like keep your eyes on the prize mm -hmm. what matters is literally the movies in seven years like yeah i do we do not care what they think about these movies at all and it, right. it goes to show because <laughs> Like yeah. you said, these movies have been mid. They yeah. kind of are su surprised Loki was the best thing they put out last year. Yeah. And, you know, it's probably going to be the best thing they put out this year. And mm. and as much as we wanted Kang to be a good movie, clearly that was even a a pushback. Kind of like, okay, we're going to collapse him in, in, in this infinite whatever storm, they called it. Mm. And all these Kangs are gathering. Congratulations, you just saw Ant-Man Quantumania. Like... <laughs> Congratulations like, is crazy work. But that's that's what they're doing. Crazy work. And, yeah. and and going forward to these Marvel movies, I mean, I guess that's what I'm gonna expect too. Like the Marvels. Yeah. It, it's probably gonna be set up for to get these people supered. Mm -hmm. Uh Carol's probably not gonna have any role of being needed to be strong. Yeah. Monica Rambo. Yeah. Like we're stuck on Eternals. Like the we are not getting a conclusion to that for years, right? Yeah. They got a retcon that joint somehow, like, real bad. Like, it's, that, joint was, that joint was terrible. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, we could keep going on this, but. Um, yeah, good stuff, you know. Last thing, last thing. Uh, I'm about to say Eternals. Uh, Elemental. <laughs> oh, we're still in the movies. Dang, my yeah. bad. Yeah. Uh, um. What do you think about uh, Elemental? Because it's a Pixar, it's a Pixar Disney, Pixar. I think it's Pixar. Yeah, I think it's Pixar. Um, pretty sure it's Pixar. Yeah, but uh, I, I like the world. I don't 
necessarily care about Ember and uh, Date Wade Wade. I don't care about the characters. His name is Wade. Yeah, I don't really <laughs> care about the characters. Um, I'm I'm excited to see like the little love story, but it feels like something I've already seen before, and it looks cool. Like that's one thing I'm never gonna take away from Pixar. It, it, they all it always looks really cool, um, but there's no nostalgia factor. There's no like thing that's really drawing me. It's like oh I gotta go see this in the theaters. But I'm gonna see it just because it's the next Pixar movie. I love Pixar, but um, yeah, I just feel like I've already seen it. That's that's kind of where I'm at with it, regardless of like how I might have reacted in my trailer. Um, reaction to it but I don't know it looks cool though like just seeing like more of like that world or whatever but I don't know what, what did you think of it that's a little mixed reaction too I, I, yeah it does look good good date night <laughs> I, it's just tough because some some anime animated movies like this can mm-hmm. be very very emotional yeah. very very good yeah, and you just be like, "Dang, I remember that movie. That that mm-hmm. thing had me feeling real good." Or like, <laughs> get some appreciation of stuff, or right. anything. Right. I don't know if this one's gonna have it. I yeah. I really think this is gonna just be a fun family type movie. Mm-hmm. And I'm just wondering if they're just going for like a solid eight, you know, just like a yeah, and a solid movie. Just keep keep the keep the train going. Like yeah, like right, this look, is next up. Updated. Point. It looks good. Yeah. And here's just a solid movie. So right. that's kind of how I felt about it. And I'm going to go mm-hmm. see it. It does look good. There was something about when we, we looked at the city and you saw yeah. like the, the air people in it or so, how they were moving. I was like, dang, mm-hmm. yeah. animation getting real good nowadays. But right. uh, that, I, I hope it's a little bit more impactful and, and we remember it. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm just thinking it's just going to be like one of those solid movies. So. Same. I'm glad I finally saw the trailer though, because I I've been waiting on it. Yeah, it's it should be it should be smooth. Like it's just Pixar, you know. Like it's like it's they they've only put out bangers, pretty much. Exactly. So it, they got that trust with me. It's like I will go see it. Like you know. Yeah. It's just definitely. I'm like ah, I'm not I'm not predicting a a slam dunk <laughs> yeah. on this. That's yeah. All. Right. I feel that. I feel that. But I mean, that's that's the end of my list, man. That's all I got. Um, nice. Uh, what 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 you geeked about, man? Man, bro. I, I guess it's season four of Secession at this point. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, it's the only show I'm really watching. Yeah. And and like I said, every day I get a new YouTube video where the person that I'm watching. Talks mentions it, and I'm like, mm-hmm. "Why are you spoiling stuff?" And like, oh, this is like last week of secession. I'm like, stop, right. please stop." So, uh, I'm I'm gonna just cop out and say secession, and yeah. um, you know, I'm back on that One Piece journey. I'm officially <laughs> on the journey again. We're That's at five ninety or so, so I got another five hundred and ninety episodes to go. But uh, we're gonna finish it this year. I'm way behind. So, what what you geeked about this week? Um, finishing Rick and Morty. I'm ready to be done. I'm ready. I'm ready to be done and have my uh, full take on the show because I don't know if it's coming back. But yeah, um, 
other than that, I got some more comics that I gotta I gotta get through. And I'm um not that I gotta get through, but I got my first uh Avengers comic. I won't get it right now. If y'all wanna see that, go check go check out the uh the weekly pool on YouTube. Um updated the graphics for that and I'm really um excited about like creating a body of work you know because i've done a lot of stuff right but i have never really packaged it up into a portfolio and i want to do that this year like and just like be able to see like all right i started here where i'm at now type thing i want to i want to i want to do that um and then tyler creator dropped the deluxe album or um call me if you get lost those those videos go crazy like i'm super excited what for what new era Tyler creator is going to be in um because it always just like it's the creative juices flowing like you know <laughs> like every time i see something he made i'm like yo this is insane because like when i that's really what it was i saw um i think sorry not sorry i think that was the name of the song but the video for it had all of his different, he had copies of himself as all of the different eras of Tyler, the creator from like, and speaking of like, um, to all the different albums he has and like, cause he has a signature fit for all of them or whatever. And I was just like, nah, that's, that's elite right there. Like I'm trying to have stuff like that where it's like, then you could see this era of G and what <laughs> this was. And then like, you know, um, to see how it progressed and stuff like that. Like, I think that's really, um, but yeah, man. And then, uh, the game, it starts in one minute. So let's <laughs> national hey. championship. Who you got? <laughs> we'll know I about it. I got you. Yeah. You got, uh, San Diego, uh, used to be real good. Like two years ago. Yeah. I think, I think they were like really, really good. And then I think that was a COVID year and then they, they couldn't no one compete. Keep all the players. But, yeah. So I I'm saying UConn by 12. Okay, I got I got San Diego State by seven. Ooh. Oh, I don't know. I'm gonna be texting you. I'm gonna be hitting you. And, <laughs> hey, it ain't looking good, but we'll we'll, we'll see next week. Might be we'll a blowout, bro. Might be yeah. a blowout. That's what's crazy about that game. But we appreciate y'all for tuning in once again. If you haven't hit that like button already, please do so. Hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Leave a comment. Um, rate the podcast five star your favorite audio platform man we appreciate y'all once again we'll see y'all next week man stay geeked peace later y'all